Hey everybody, welcome back to the Here to See channel. Got another Here journal for you. Mark chapter 15. Mark the Gospel of Jesus Christ. Here to See, focusing on sharing pearls of wisdom, nuggets of knowledge, understanding the difficult, and instructions for a better life. We're reading a chapter of Mark each day and doing a Here journal on that chapter. Here journaling is a method many find edifying to their relationship with the Lord. Check out replicate.org to learn about here journaling. I do one every day and have been blessed ever since. So now let's read Mark chapter 15, New Living Translation, and then the journal. Chapter 15, Jesus' Trial Before Pilate. Very early in the morning, the leading priests, the elders, and the teachers of religious law, the entire high council, met to discuss their next step. They bound Jesus, led him away, and took him to Pilate, the Roman governor. Pilate asked Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus replied, You have said it. Then the leading priests kept accusing him of many crimes, and Pilate asked him, Aren't you going to answer them? What about all these charges they are bringing against you? But Jesus said nothing, much to Pilate's surprise. Now it was the governor's custom each year during the Passover celebration to release one prisoner, anyone the people requested. One of the prisoners at that time was Barabbas, a revolutionary who had committed murder in an uprising. The crowd went to Pilate and asked him to release a prisoner as usual. Would you like me to release to you this king of the Jews? Pilate asked for he realized by now that the leading priests had arrested Jesus out of envy. But at this point the leading priests stirred up the crowd to demand the release of Barabbas instead of Jesus. Pilate asked them, Then what should I do with this man you call the king of the Jews? They shouted back, Crucify him! Why? Pilate demanded, What crime has he committed? But the mob roared even louder, Crucify him! So to pacify the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. He ordered Jesus flogged with a lead-tipped whip, then turned him over to the Roman soldiers to be crucified. The soldiers mock Jesus. The soldiers took Jesus into the courtyard of the governor's headquarters, called the Praetorium, and called out the entire regiment. They dressed him in a purple robe, and they wove thorn branches into a crown and put it on his head. Then they saluted him and taunted, Hail, King of the Jews! And they struck him on the head with a reed stick, spit on him, and dropped to their knees in mock worship. When they were finally tired of mocking him, they took off the purple robe and put his own clothes on him again. Then they led him away to be crucified. The Crucifixion A passerby named Simon, who was from Cyrene, was coming in from the countryside just then, and the soldiers forced him to carry Jesus' cross. Simon was the father of Alexander and Rufus, and they brought Jesus to a place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull. They offered him wine drugged with myrrh, but he refused it. Then the soldiers nailed him to the cross. They divided his clothes and threw dice to decide who would get each piece. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. A sign was fastened to the cross, announcing the charge against him. It read, The King of the Jews. Two revolutionaries were crucified with him, 
one on his right and one on his left. The people passing by shouted abuse, shaking their heads in mockery. Ha! Look at you now! they yelled at him. You said you were going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. Well then, save yourself and come down from the cross! The leading priests and teachers of religious law also mocked Jesus. He saved others, they scoffed, but he can't save himself. Let this Messiah, this King of Israel, come down from the cross so we can see it and believe him. Even the men who were crucified with Jesus ridiculed him. The Death of Jesus At noon darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. Then, at three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, holding it up to him on a reed stick so he could drink. Wait, he said, let's see whether Elijah comes to take him down. Then Jesus uttered another loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. When the Roman officer who stood facing him saw how he had died, he exclaimed, This man truly was the Son of God. Some women were there watching from a distance, including Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James the younger, and of Joseph, and Salome. They had been followers of Jesus and had cared for him while he was in Galilee. Many other women who had come with him to Jerusalem were also there. The Burial of Jesus This all happened on Friday, the day of preparation, the day before the Sabbath. As evening approached, Joseph of Arimathea took a risk and went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Joseph was an honored member of the high council, and he was waiting for the kingdom of God to come. Pilate couldn't believe that Jesus was already dead, so he called for the Roman officer and asked if he had died yet. The officer confirmed that Jesus was dead, so Pilate told Joseph he could have the body. Joseph bought a long sheet of linen cloth. Then he took Jesus' body down from the cross, wrapped it in the cloth, and laid it in a tomb that had been carved out of the rock. Then he rolled a stone in front of the entrance. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where Jesus' body was laid. All right, that was Mark chapter 15 in the New Living Translation. Now for my hair journal, first the highlight. Verse 9, would you like me to release to you this king of the Jews, Pilate asked for he realized by now that the leading priest had arrested Jesus out of envy. But at this point, the leading priest stirred up the crowd to demand the release of Barabbas instead of Jesus. Pilate asked them, Then what should I do with this man you call the king of the Jews? They shouted back, Crucify him! In verse 24, then the soldiers nailed him to the cross. They divided his clothes and threw dice to decide who would each get a piece. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. A sign announced the charge against him. It read, the king of the Jews. 
And verse 33, at noon darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. At three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Aloy, Aloy, Lima, Sabakachani, which means, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Verse 37, then Jesus uttered another loud cry and breathed his last, and the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. When the Roman officer who stood facing him saw how he had died, he exclaimed, this man truly was the Son of God. So now, my explanation. The Mark account of the crucifixion of Jesus is contained in chapter 15. You really need to read all four accounts, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, to begin to see the full picture. Here I highlight the contrast of Jews shouting to crucify Jesus with the, with the Roman officer that recognized that this man was truly the Son of God. The people that knew the scriptures would not accept Jesus as their Messiah, but a Roman officer could recognize that he was indeed the Son of God. What is the application? People today also struggle and resist to accept Jesus as Savior for their own reasons. God has done everything He could to make His truth known and available for all people, everywhere, for all time. John 3.36 says, And anyone who believes in God's Son has eternal life, and anyone who doesn't obey the Son will never experience eternal life, but remains under God's angry judgment. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has begun. Eternal life, life as a new creation, begins as soon as we accept the free gift of forgiveness, mercy, and grace. Day-to-day -day life really means nothing apart from Him. Seek Him today. Seek Him today. And what's my response? And my response is, Lord, I thank you for my salvation, for the new life you have given me. I pray for those that have not accepted you will have their eyes and hearts open to receive you for their sake and for your glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Apart from him, there is no life. With Him, there is tremendous life. Now you try it. Try here, Jeremy. Try talking with God. Really. Highlight, explain, apply, respond. Don't be discouraged. God is not going to let you down. Comment below. Share your experiences. What have you learned from your time with the Lord? Read the Gospel of John chapter 3 to receive forgiveness and talk to God about it. Talk to God about anything. He loves you. He really, really does. Keep seeking Him. I'll see you in chapter 16.